Good morning. Welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Hope you're doing good this morning. Thank you for taking time uh, to tune in with us for just a few minutes today. Let's open our Bibles. If you have a copy of God's Word nearby, I want to encourage you to open up your Bible along with me today as we read from the pages of God's Word. We're going to begin today in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, and we've entitled this study, A Journey Through Mark. And we thank the Lord for all the things we've learned and what we've studied thus far. Today, we continue in chapter 4. I'm going to read verse 30 in your hearing. In our text verses this morning, we find our Lord and Savior explaining about the kingdom of God. His teaching is remarkable. And in this teaching, Jesus is speaking both a parable and prophecy. 2,000 years later, we can see the influence that Christianity has had upon the world. And might I say that it began in a very small way, in a very small place. Today in the United States, it seems the influence of Christianity seems to be diminishing somewhat. But in other places around the world, it's growing dramatically. So let's look together in God's word in Mark chapter four. We're going to begin reading in verse number 30. And let's look together and let's think just for a moment, if I could give you just maybe three things today as we look at these verses and as we're studying together. First of all, I want you to consider Jesus drawing their thoughts, the thoughts of the disciples to the kingdom of God. And that's exactly what he does in verse number 30. Jesus asked a question that caused their thoughts to focus. And sometimes it does take a question to bring us into a thought process. Verse number four, excuse me, verse 30 of Mark 4 says, And he said, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? He began to get their, the wheels turning in the minds of the disciples. Not only Jesus asked a question that caused them to think, but Jesus directed their thinking to something comparatively familiar. Again, Jesus being the greatest teacher who taught in simple form, 
and in clarity as well, but yet here we find him drawing them in and drawing their thoughts about the kingdom of God. And he says this, and he puts it in a form of a question in verse 30. If you'll see in your Bible as well, the latter part says, or with what comparison shall we compare it? In other words, Jesus is provoking them to think and to understand. And let me say this, we're not going to understand until we are able to think and consider some things. Jesus wanted them to be thinking about the kingdom of God. And so therefore, in verse 30, he draws them to the thoughts of the kingdom of God. We should think about the kingdom of God as well. And even in our day, we should consider the kingdom of God. Now, here it is, Jesus not only draws their thoughts, but now Jesus is describing something to them. If you'll notice in verse 31, he begins to speak about a grain of mustard seed. The Bible says in verse 31, it is like a grain of mustard seed, which when it is sown in the earth. And I'm going to stop right there and say, here he is. He's bringing them. He's captivating their thoughts. He's drawn them to think about the kingdom of God. And now he begins to describe a mustard seed. He describes the beginning of a single seed of mustard. And behind me, there's a picture of a person holding a mustard seed upon their thumb. And it is a very small seed. But I notice not only is it it's small, but it is single. Think about that. It's the beginning with a single seed of mustard. And let me say this. The kingdom of God begins with the Lord Jesus Christ. And he is the reason for it all. And he came to earth. He was conceived and born of a virgin, just like the Bible declares. But our faith was is based upon a single person, a single person in his name is Jesus. And notice this, it's not only a single seed, but he declares it to be the smallest of seeds that are in the world. In verse 31, again, he says, is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. The mustard seed is just a tiny, tiny seed, as you can see it illustrated behind me. And think about that today. That's the way it started with our Lord. He came to this world, a single seed. He came to this world, the smallest of all seeds. You see, he didn't come. He wasn't born in, in, in the way that we would think that God, the king, would be born. He was born in a lowly place, in a lowly manner. He was born to poor people, and he was born really in, in that place in Bethlehem that was no more than a cave where animals were kept where the sheep were. As I think about that, and we must see the Lord knowing what he's teaching about the kingdom of God. He's drawing the disciples. He's drawing them in with their thoughts. And then he gives them a vivid description of the beginning of something that's going to be great. He describes the mustard seed. And then we see, thirdly, not only we have Jesus drawing them in and describing mustard seed, but now Jesus is declaring a specific prophecy. If you'll look in verse 32, the Bible says, but when it is sown, that he's talking about the seed, when the seed is sown. And Jesus is speaking of a beginning here. He's speaking of a beginning of Christianity, I believe. 
as we look at these. And not only is he speaking of a beginning in verse 32, but he's speaking of a blooming in verse 32. The Bible says, and but when it is sown, groweth up and become greater than all herbs and shooteth out great branches so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. That's something to consider. Mustard seed, little tiny seed that is planted. And when it is planted, it shoots up and it can grow into a great tree. Now, that's very interesting to me. Jesus is speaking of the blooming. And as the branches grow and shoot up towards the heaven, and the Bible says in verse 33 of Mark 4, and with many such parables spake he the word unto them as they were able to hear it. But without a parable spake he not unto them, and when they were alone, he expounded all things to his disciples. Can I say to you and I, you just don't know what that little seed can do. In our life, in your life, if you think about yourself being a small seed, and if you are planted in Christ, and you're going to grow up, and God's going to bless you, and he's going to grow you, mature you, and use you to be a blessing to others. You think about how what a blessing it is to be a part of the family of God. Think about how Christianity in its, in its infancy began just as a tiny seed and grew into what it is today. Can I tell you, God has a great plan. He has a plan for your life and my life as well. If we'll only just allow him to use us and trust him for the increase. This morning, as we think about the parables that Jesus taught, parables are an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. And I want to tell you, Jesus used a lot of parables, illustrations in his teaching. And I pray that you'll study them and you'll learn from them and you'll be benefited and blessed by them. Well, we'll pick up again, Lord willing, tomorrow right here in the same chapter as we continue our study in the Gospel of Mark. May God bless you today, Lord willing. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done.